Hey everybody, welcome to Mouse and Controller episode 14? 14, yes. 14, 14, got it right. Um, so I am joined, or, well, I'm Caleb, and I'm joined again with Clayton. What's going on, Clayton? How you doing? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, so, um, I'm doing pretty well, too. I, uh, actually hurt my foot the other day. <laughs> oh no what'd you do i was i was running it was it was uh it was yesterday actually i was running doing my morning run and uh i was running on pavement and it was flat no potholes or nothing and i uh somehow managed to pull a muscle in my foot so it's a lot better. oh no it's a lot better this well evening. let me what? let me ask did you roll it to the outside or did it just did you just land flat and you felt that it just didn't have any energy all of a sudden I don't know what I did. So what happened was, um, I was running like normal, and I started to feel a little more pain in my foot than I normally do. And I was like, "It's fine. I'll be okay. I'm just, uh, my, you know, my feet are probably just my, my foot. It's just one foot." I was like, "My foot's probably just a little tender or something from running." And I was good until I uh, got back to my car after I finished my run. Got in the car drove down to the building at work that has the showers so I could go take a shower and uh, when I got out of the car to go to the shower I was like oh oh that hurts that hurts <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe because the adrenaline adrenaline went away and then my foot probably was resting well, it's, it's to the not muscles. so much the adrenaline at that yeah. point uh, it's more along the lines of you know the the muscle is no longer in a primed state it's no longer yeah. warm it just you know yeah. It's ready to settle down. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's I don't I don't know what I did to it. I don't know I don't know what I did, but I think I just pulled a muscle. But it's it's better now. It's better this evening. I've just been kind of hobbling around like an old yeah. man. <laughs> so I mean, it kinda, happens. I've been trying to stay off of it as much as I can today. So well, good news is I can tell you you probably didn't pull pull anything. You would. If it had been like a pulled muscle, like you would know, like it would have some type of spasm or misshape to it. Okay. Uh, if it was torn, it would be swollen and black and blue because tears will often appear as big, big bruises because of the blood that pools in the area. Oh, okay. But you probably just strained it, so ice it, put some weight on it, but have like a lacrosse ball or a tennis ball underneath it, mm -hmm. whatever pain tolerance you can, you can take. Yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, just – Go easy on it, nurse it a little bit. Yeah, the usual. I, yeah, you know, I did the the, the the ice and I soaked it in some like hot water earlier today. Yeah, stuff like that. Just kind of try to stay off of it as most as best as I can. But um, yeah, it it, it never swole up or anything, so I was like, that's good. So I didn't really do anything too major. I I just made it unhappy. But so you know. We don't. We, not only are you guys getting, you know, entertainment and video game talk, you're also getting uh, a little bit of sports medicine, I guess. <laughs> from our that would actually be the term for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah from our uh, Clayton is our resident uh, sports medicine advisor. You, you definitely yeah. helped me with some stuff. Like I'm, 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 I'm limited in the advice that I can give due to my scope of practice. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not an actual medical professional, but in terms of just, you know, general aches and pains, how to make something stronger, yeah. how to make something work better and more flexible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm your guy. There you go. 
Yeah, whenever I get hurt, it's always like something stupid. Like, I don't even, like, it's not like I'm doing anything that should hurt me. I'm just, it's just dumb stuff. Like. That's that's how it happens, man. Yeah, I know. That's how it happens all the time. Yeah, it's never when you're, you know, lifting a bunch of weight. It's always like you no. bend, it's always like you bend over to pick something up and then your back, yeah. you know, locks that's, up on you. That's, yeah, that's how my back went out in the army, dude. I was <laughs> yeah. bending over to pick up a five-gallon water can to put into the back of a Humvee. Mm-hmm. And just from the ground to the back of the Humvee, something shifted in my back and I was like, oh. That's, that's new. That's, that's not, not good. good. But, I've never felt this before, and it feels terrible. Yeah, you know, and I, I've told you, you know, for the but for those who don't know, like I, you know, when I, <laughs> when I, I hurt my back, uh, was it like a year ago, two years, a year, probably about a year ago. Nothing major, nothing to the extent of what happened to you, but I like pulled something in my back when I bent over. I had my book bag on my back. It was early in the morning, and I <laughs> bent over to turn off a an inflatable Halloween direction or decoration in the front yard of my house and i just immediately felt my back get like you know tight and so like, tight yeah didn't it? yeah and i was like oh my god you gotta be kidding me i didn't even do anything <laughs> so yeah man that's that's how it goes yeah that's how, I get, that's how they get you man every time yeah it's the fucking way she goes mm-hmm. but yeah so um I played I've played some games, a couple a couple of new things. Um what about yourself? Do you wanna you wanna start or you want me to start? Honestly, I haven't played too many new games. Uh, right now I'm playing uh the division two just okay. to have something to do in the background. That's a good but game. uh I've been watching a lot of like movies and T V shows. Okay. Well I'll start off with uh, I'll do the games and then we'll move into T V shows and I'll let you let you speak to that. Gang gang. Alright, sounds good. Um, which, by the way, I watched a really good movie today when we get to that point. I'll talk about that. Um, but I'll talk about the game I've had the least amount of experience in, and lit- I literally just got off of it before we started recording. Um, so I downloaded the, the Call of Duty Vanguard beta, and uh, I played two matches in it. So Beta, or is that... Uh... It's pre-order open. beta. It's open beta. It's open. Okay. Yeah. So, I might give it a shot. Yeah, I wasn't gonna pre-order it just to play the beta, so I I downloaded it. I literally just downloaded. It. It's like it was like twelve or thirteen gigs on the PC because it's just the multiplayer. Yeah. Um, I gotta tweak with I gotta tweak the settings in it some because um, it's I I literally hopped on real quick. I barely did anything to it, but I want to mess with some of the settings just to see to get everything how I like it, but first impressions it's not bad um but the game is basically call of duty modern warfare set in world war ii okay if, if that makes so sense. there is duty there it feels yeah. the same if it, it feels it feels the same man the menus are this look exactly the same um the way you move is exactly the same it's all pretty much the same, man. It's um, oh, don't fix what ain't broke. Yeah, well, it's built on the same engine as the most recent Modern Warfare game that came out, whatever, 2019, whatever the game came out. Um, so 
I played two matches. I played Kill Confirmed, which is I I hate Kill Confirmed. So I was mm -hmm. like, I gotta play it. I gotta play a different. It, it, it basically they just have like a uh, it's just a, a like a mosh pit playlist when you go in. Yeah. It's a quick play. It's just got everything. So you, it's a beta. So they're just like they're just you know it's whatever comes up. Um, I didn't pick Kill Confirmed. I I'm not a big fan of Kill Confirmed. It's probably my least favorite game mode. But the second same. The second one was uh, the second match I played was a ten v ten domination on uh, Eagle's Nest. Um, that map's actually pretty good. I kind I like that map. First impressions and the game. It was fun. It was pretty fun. Yeah. I was, I, I was enjoying myself. Um, at this point, I don't know if it's worth me buying the game. I'm, pro I'm still probably not going to buy the game when it first comes out. I'm going to wait. But, I mean, it's Call of Duty. You know what you're getting. And especially if it, yeah. if you know, if you played Modern Warfare, it's basically the same game, just reskinned as a World War II game. I mean, honestly, that's what it is. So. I can see that. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, it's not. So, I mean, you just got I different... mean, we... Everybody, like, the world accepted the new Modern Warfare reboot. I mean, it was wide open arms. You know, we were rewarded. Mm -hmm. It was a very good game. It's still a good game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has some technical difficulties. I don't know if we talked about that last time. But, I uh... I don't think we I did, had, but... I had downloaded it again and was playing it, but I had issues getting into games. I would load into lobbies, and then the lobbies would load into the match, and I would be stuck in the lobby screen. And that happened yeah. way too often that for was, me to. That was very annoying. Putting time into it. Because I would like start. I'd be in the match, and I'd be like, "Oh, I was like, oh, that guy's hiding, you know, around the corner, or whatever." And you'd be like, "Are you in a match?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're not." And he's like, "He's like, what the fuck?" No. And I'm like, "Oh my god, again!" I was, I was... It, it happened several times, at least. Yeah. At least ten times that night, and it was very frustrating. It wouldn't have bugged me so much if it didn't happen several times consecutively. Yeah. That's that's what really got me yeah. hot under the collar is how often it happened and that it would happen over and over again back to back. Yeah. That that really got on my nerves. Yeah, it was pretty infuriating infuriating, honestly. Um but yeah, uh So the next game I played um, is a little game called Zero Hour, which is uh, still in early access. I got it on sale for seven dollars, and um, it's worth every penny. It's basically Rainbow Six Siege, but more realistic and more hardcore. And it's um, kind of what Siege advertised itself as being in the beginning, before it started getting real goofy. Um, you can't, I mean, unlike Siege, you can't shoot, like, holes in the walls and stuff, but, I mean, you can shoot through the walls, but you're not going to shoot, like, a giant hole in the wall. Um, but the game's really, it's really good, the multiplayer's pretty good in it, um, I enjoy that, and it also, what's really cool is it has a, um, a co-op mode that you can run with friends or with randoms online, or you can even run solo, and the AI is actually pretty smart. Like, they're not completely dumb, and they will freaking turn on you and one-tap you in the head if you're not, if, if you're not, you know, doing your 
due diligence in clearing rooms as you should. Um, and they, they, they place traps pretty strategically. I can't tell you how many times I've hit a tripwire going through a room and got killed because I wasn't... It's my own fault. I should have looked down, but... The game's fun. Yeah, but don't you fucking hate that shit? Every time you look down, there's nothing there. And the one time you don't the, look down, there's the one always time, something. Yeah, and it's always usually like I've cleared and killed all the enemies throughout the house. And I'm trying to find like some piece of like intelligence or something. And I'm like, uh -huh. well, the house is clear, so I can just kind of go around. doesn't matter. And then I, the one doorway that I never went through, I just like, you know, cleared the room by looking through the doorway. And I go in to see if there's you know something there and that's usually the door that has the tripwire and i'm not paying attention and i get killed <laughs> yep yep that's all it's always every time every time but it's pretty fun um i really enjoy it and dude so the night vision on that game is really cool and it's really useful because if you cut the power it's dark like you can't see anything you need either night vision or a flashlight because you are not seeing a thing. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so <clears throat> it's fun. Um, it's pretty good. So get, you know, check that out. There's been some YouTubers playing it. Um, I enjoy it. Um, and then finally, the last new game that I've been playing, I downloaded it off Game Pass because I was looking for a good single-player game. With a good story, um, just because I'm in the mood for it, and I want to play something different. Um, yeah. I downloaded Control, and I've been playing that. What's Control? So it came out a couple years ago, or not a couple, about a year ago. I think it came out about a year ago. It's um basically this game where you play as this lady where you, you go into this building called the Federal Bureau of Control. Okay. And there's a lot of, like, paranormal stuff going on in there. And it, it's it's not a scary game. Like, it's not like a horror game or anything, but there's, like... Oh! I've seen gameplay of that, yeah. yeah. Where so you have, like, temporal powers and... Yes. Yeah, yeah like, you, you, you can get, like, telekinesis and stuff. So, so basically... There's these different objects called like objects of power, and so like one of them, the first one you get is is a handgun, um, and the gun can like you can get mods and stuff where you can it can transform and you can be either like a single shot or a shotgun, different stuff like that. And then you find like this floppy disk, and because you have the floppy disk, mm -hmm. this floppy disk is, allows you to use telekinesis. Um, and so on and so forth. You just find all these different objects of power as you're going through the bureau. But I mean, the game's trippy, man. And like, there's all. It's. Are you familiar with SCP? Do you know what SCP is? I don't know. Maybe. What does it stand for? Uh, secure, uh, contain, and protect. It's. Yes. Okay. So you know, it, it's basically for those who don't know, it's basically like. You can you can Google it. Uh, I would suggest going on YouTube. There's tons of videos people have made of different SCPs. SCP is basically people take and they. It's they, almost like a creepy pasta. It's it? a creepy pasta, yeah. Where people are writing about these different things. Some things are benign. Some things are, you know, uh, 
They're haunted. Yeah, they have little animated series that pop up all over Facebook all the time. Yeah, it's really cool. This game is like a freaking SCP game to me because there's like all kinds of stuff going on. Um, and you have all these different powers, you know, different just random objects have these powers and, you know, imbued in them. Um, like I said, like a floppy disk, you know, it was like one and there, there's some, and there is some mild problem solving or puzzle solving in this game too. Not, nothing too crazy so far, okay. but it's, it's fun, man. And the story has been really good too. It's almost like you're watching a, a movie or a TV series, like for the cutscenes. It's edited really well. There's oh. some really good. There's really good acting, um, and there's even like they've embedded like some of the cutscenes are actually like. Uh, well, they use it as like a, they're like recordings you find. Some of them are where there's like a, a scientist that's talking to you about different things, and um, there it's like it's it's live it's a live action like video. It's it's really cool. It's really good. Um, I've been playing that. Um, I'm not terribly far in it. I'm maybe like two or three hours into it, but I'm enjoying it. It it, it gets me like wanting to come back to play more. So uh, I would definitely suggest checking that out if you have Game Pass. It's a it's on available on PC and console. I think you can even stream it if you if you have the the cloud gaming option. But yeah, that's about it for I like me. It. I like. It. I play a little bit of Enlisted. So, I play a little bit of Hades, but yeah, that's about it really. Yeah. So I know we had spoken about this after we discussed that. Uh, well, speaking of games, after bat we had found out that Battlefield had been pushed back a month in terms of release. Uh, yeah. We kind of mulled over a theory like that's that's only one week after Call of Duty Vanguard drops. And if you go and look at the reviews for Vanguard, mm-hmm. well, before I get into that, we had suggested that it's like, oh, that's very close to the Call of Duty release. I wonder if they're trying to undercut them. Yeah, yeah. Almost like let the game come out, let the tryhards and the diehards get day one, but then all of the casual Call of Duty gamers. They play it. They don't like it. Battlefield comes out a week later. They're like, all right, well, fuck this game. I'm going to play Battlefield. Yeah. Well, looking at the Call of Duty Vanguard uh, open beta reviews, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, people are trashing it. People are not happy about this. Oh, really? People are demolishing it. (laughs) They are. That's crazy. They are shitting on it hardcore. See, I haven't read, I haven't watched or read any of the reviews on it, so I don't know anything as far as like what other people's. I, I kind of figured it, it was going to go that way, but yeah. Go ahead, sorry, cut you off. But no, nah, people are like they're no, you're good, you're good. Uh, yeah, I did. I went in to download the beta, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna check out the reviews. Um, yeah, trending games. Let me pull it back up real quick, and I'll actually read off some of the reviews. Sure, yeah, yeah. My internet's a little weird tonight, and I'm downloading the beta, so... I wonder it's if... It's running a little uh, slow. I can pull it up, too, on... Well, it could be on Battle.net. I wonder if there's reviews for it on Battle.net. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
Because remember, I'm only on console. I'm not getting general reviews. I'm only getting the reviews that people are inputting on the console. On the console, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, while you're pulling that up, um, I guess I was going to say we can talk a little bit more about uh, you know, the theory. Like, I mean, part of the reason why we think well, part of the reason I'm sure why Battlefield got delayed is because they want to make sure it's ready, um, which I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And but I think you like that. The reason I think you're onto something about the the week that they chose to release it. Like I think there's something to that as far as. Um, well, right out of the gate, when you delay a game, especially one as as big as Battlefield, and you say, "Oh, we're only delaying it one month." Yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm with it. Yeah, you can you can get a lot done in a month, but mm-hmm. at the same time, a month really isn't that long. <laughs> yeah, as far as game development, no, it's not very long at all. So I mean, like that seems like I don't know. It does. It seems a bit like you know. Hey, well, yeah. Let's buy ourselves just an extra month. We can do this. We'll undercut the sales of Call of Duty. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about... It will kind of steal from their player base. Yeah, because you think about it, it's like so many, you know, when Modern Warfare came out, a lot of people switched it because they weren't very big fans of Battlefield Five because of, the, you know, what they did with World War Two. A lot of people, a lot of people yeah. just really want modern, like a modern setting in their, in these, in these games, in these FPS games now, um, just because there is a lot more options, um. I, I like both. I like that. And World War Two is kind of it's saturated. It's very saturated. Um, I mean, we've had tons of World War Two games, and I'm not I'm not saying we shouldn't ever have any World War Two games ever again. But at the same time, you know, we can we can venture out from there a little bit more and do some more yeah modern warfare type stuff. Um, our modern settings, <laughs> and I mean, so so now it's like it's flipped now that Call of Duty's got a World War Two game coming out and Battlefield is doing a it's basically a modern it's a modern shooter or a modern setting you know just near future it's like 20 years in the future which is not you know um, it's not like they're going it's not like it's a it's not really not a future setting really not really you know somewhat but not, no, it's not, 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 you know, it's, crazy. it's very lightly, very light, uh, future aspects to it. Yeah. Nothing out of the realm of possibility. No, not at all. Yeah. So did you find those, those reviews? No, I restarted my system cause the internet was acting a little wonky. Oh, okay. But I should be able to put it up now. Okay. Um, I was gonna say too, while you're while you're still looking, I was uh I was talking to you earlier, um, about I was thinking about getting Deathloop, and I think we forgot to mention Deathloop on our last episode when we were talking about upcoming games. We did. Um, we did. That game, I know, it was advertised, but it kind of flew under the radar for me. I hadn't really, I didn't really <laughs> consider it too much until I started seeing some gameplay, like the day it came out and I was like this game actually looks pretty cool it looks pretty fun so I'm thinking about getting it 
I might get it. Maybe after I finish Control, I might get Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, well, I know I've I've already planned out what games I'm getting, and they're all coming out in like the next six weeks. Yeah. So I think I'm full up. Um, I don't know if I'll give this Call of Duty a go. If I do, it's pr I'll probably just end up waiting until it's like, oh, well, here's you know thirty percent off for a sale. Yeah, I think that's the holidays. What, I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna wait for a sale because I'm not really. I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not invested in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really just waiting for Battlefield. Um, yeah. Honestly, that's what. There I'm... are other games that are cheaper that further appeal to my interest in games that I would rather play than that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, here's the review. So, right. on now, this is the Call of Duty Vanguard open beta for Xbox Series X and S. I don't know if Xbox One open beta is any better but okay. it has 3.4 stars 55% okay. of those are 5 star ratings 32% of those are 1 star ratings and everything else is just like a 6, 2, and 5% okay so, so like so. people either love it or they fucking hate it yeah so I'll just read off some of the just I won't read off like the typed reviews but I'll just read off like the captions so this is a 1 star review mm -hmm. it just says trash game that's Tra it. <laughs> trash game. And yeah, yeah. Here's here's another one that just says it's a one star review, and it says F. Just F. F, F in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and actually, I will read this one off. It just says trash over and over again, like the dude typed trash a lot, and then right at the end, it's okay. dot dot dot. Get your shit together. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So they just hate people. Just seem to like just really, really hate it. Yeah. And actually, people are kind of because I know you mentioned that the menus are the same. It's pretty much the same as uh, Modern Warfare. People are actually getting mad. It's like this is just copy and paste. It's the same menu, same lobbies, same bullshit. Uh, barely runs on next gen console, and it's a fucking beta. So glad I waited for the free open beta instead of pre-ordering this cookie cutter copy and paste first person shooter. How far this series has fallen. And there's there's a lot yeah. of that. There's a lot of that in this review section i i figured it, that was going to be an issue like when i started seeing the menus and everything i was like this is literally the same it's the same game it's just reskinned you know i was like but i mean i don't think it's necessarily yeah. a bad thing but i can see where people have an issue with it you know i think yeah. I do... in, in terms of gameplay sorry about that go ahead no i was gonna say i think the only thing that they change is different other than the weapons and your kill streaks and stuff like that, but that, I mean, as far as mechanic-wise for the game, is yeah, you you can mount still, you can still mount your weapons, but you can slide along like you know the like if it's like a like a a half wall or something, and you're mounted like a rail wall. or something. Yeah, you can move up and down while still mounted, or not move up, or you know, left or right while still mounted. So you can you can slide now while you're mounted, if that makes sense. That's kind of cool. That's wildly unrealistic, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, you know, but that I don't know if that's really worth, like, you know, getting the, getting the game just for that one new mechanic. <laughs> but, um, sorry, go ahead. What is, do you have any... No, you're good. You're good. So, there, there are a lot of reviews that, that are kind of calling out the gameplay, and they're all saying the same thing. Okay. Here's one right now. It's a one-star review. Uh... You die very quickly. Spawns are terrible. You 
spawn directly in front of or on top of enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, glitches that are not game-ruining, which is somewhat forgivable since it's a beta. So, I mean, the guy, whoever's typing this review, like, they, they clearly have some sense. They know what yeah. they're playing. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell friendlies from enemies because they look so similar. Can shoot through practically mm -hmm. every surface. Uh, yeah. Poorly optimized for new generation consoles, and it shows like it really shows. He 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 put all of that in caps. Yeah. Uh, is on Series S twice. Uh, and then he goes on to say, you know, I, there's so much more I can type, but I don't feel like typing it out. <laughs> that actually, now that he said that, you, the the time to kill is pretty quick. Um, I don't know if it's faster than Modern Warfare or if it's the same, but it is pretty quick. Um, and you, I did realize that, like, you can shoot through... I did notice I was getting a lot of wall bangs when I was killing people. And th that guy mentioned that. That is a good point. I was like, I didn't... It kind of clicked now. I was like, I, I could see where that could be a problem. You know, where you think you're, okay. you're behind cover. Obviously, some objects, you know, you can shoot through, but, you know, if, for a game, you know, if you think you're behind a wall that shouldn't be able to be shot through, um, and you still get killed, that is kind of, that could be an issue. So, but. Yeah. So it sounds. In the review, somebody says, just typed in dog water. <laughs> dog, dog water. Um, so it sounds like people don't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are saying that there's already cheaters in it as well. Oh, really? Because it was supposed yeah. to be, that's one of the big advertising points was that the game, which to me is ridiculous, but one of the selling points is that it comes with anti-cheat. Um, yeah. Which to me, that should not, okay, this, that's, that's just, I think that's, uh, poor what's the word a poor business model on Activision's part because here's here's the thing a triple a game should not you, you should it, it should not come without an anti-cheat it should be automatic now in in this day and age especially yeah, for, that should be standard especially for pc it should be and if it's cross play it definitely needs to have anti-cheat and especially for on the on the free to play component, i.e. Warzone, if you have a free game, you definitely need anti cheat because it's so easy for people to make accounts. It yeah, doesn't you do. matter. The th it you there's no reason a company like Activision, who has a ton of money, can't invest some of that to into a good anti cheat. There's no reason for them not to do it. Absolutely no reason. If there are indie games on Steam that have anti-cheat, Activision can put it on their on their AAA titles. There, there's no there's no yeah. question. And it, but it shouldn't be. And so, like I said, I understand that they're putting it on Vanguard. It should, and I think they start adding it to Warzone 2. I, I haven't played Warzone in a long time, but the issue is it should have. It's taken way too long for them to do this. It should have been. It should have been there day one, to begin with. You know, so again, you know, I hate to bring up Fortnite. Fortnite, I hate to invoke its name, but Fortnite again has kind of like led the way in some of this stuff. Well, because, they did it right. They did know, it right. I yeah. hate it, and I think we've talked about it on the yeah. podcast. 
podcast, you know, I I wanted to play Fortnite because, like, I, I wanted to play mm-hmm. the game Fortnite. I didn't want to play yeah. Battle Royale. I wanted to play the base building zombie wave fighting game. I'd been waiting for it for a long time, and even spent a lot yeah. of money, and I got myself a copy, you and and your wife a copy. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted us to all play together. But then yeah. there was zero support and updates for that. Yeah, it's all because they were making all their money off the battle royale. And yeah, as much as like the battle royale, you know, love it or hate it, I'm not a, really a big fan of that of of Fortnite, but of the battle royale Fortnite. But it's you know they led they led the way in, in crossplay, so we we can thank them for that. You know, Epic for that and. Their anti-cheat yeah. is, from what I understand, their anti-cheat's pretty good. Like, they're doing something right. <laughs> you know, whether you like the game or not, they, at they least... figured some shit out. Yeah, at least look at, you know, follow their example, because they're they're killing it. You know? I'm not saying I want everything yeah, man, to be who's like the Fortnite, company but... that? Who's the company that developed uh, Titanfall and their Battle Royale? Oh, that's Respawn. Yeah. Respawn, respawn. Okay, respawn. Yeah, yeah. So they. Yeah, I mean, I've I've played their battle royale game. And it's fun. Yeah, Apex is fun. I played it. I don't, um, yeah, I don't think Apex has any issues with cheaters, do they? Granted, I don't keep up with it, so I mean, they might. I think they're. It's far. It's few and far between. It's not like Warzone where you okay. would run into cheaters like. Where it's plagued. Often, yeah. No, like it's few and far between. Um, with Apex, you will run into them sometimes. But it's not that often. Not like Warzone. At least in my See, experience. This is why I don't. This is why I really don't like trending, popular games because they they attract the worst players. They yeah. they attract the worst player base. Yeah. The toxics, the tryhards, the ones that just well, yeah. Want to get in there and they. It's not that they want to play to win. They want to play to make somebody else have a bad time. Yeah. Well, you know, at least now we don't have to worry as much about, you know, Chinese kids under the age of 18 um, cheating as much because uh, China is limiting. Uh, kind of fucked up, but yeah, yeah, you're right. They're limiting uh, kids to like three, three hours a week, and but limited to yeah, one hour it's... a day. <laughs> so... That sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's China, so... Um, there's communism for you kids. That's what you get. <laughs> so... Yeah. But yeah, um... I was gonna say something else, God, but I it's forgot. wild. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so... I don't know, man. You want to move on to you want to move on to movies and TV shows? Or yeah, you... let's jump into that. Okay. Yeah. Tell you what, let me let me pull up my list of movies. Okay. While you're doing that, I'll talk about the one show that I watched today, or one movie that I watched. If that. Get it. While you're doing that. Get so, it. It's on Netflix. Uh, watch it today. Uh, it's called, it's got uh, Chadwick Boseman in it. Um, it's one of the last movies that he did before he passed away. I'm pretty sure. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was the mm-hmm. last, but it was one of the last. Um, it's called Message from the King. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good. 
So actually, that wasn't one of his last movies. That was one of his uh, – actually, fairly sure it was one of his earlier movies because I remember watching that a long time ago. Oh, was it? Okay, maybe it was. I, I, I was yeah. I was probably – okay. So Where I'm, he just beats the shit out of people with a bike chain? Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, the basic synopsis of it is uh, – um, for anybody who's interested in watching – Don't give it away because you you don't know his secret until, like, the end of the movie. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away. The secret was cool. I, okay, I, okay. I, it, it, I liked, I liked how they did It was slick how they worked that in there. It was, it was. Um, but yeah, so basically he's, he's, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman plays this guy. Um, King is his last name. I don't remember his first name, but he's from Cape Town, South Africa. His sister moved to Los Angeles and he hasn't been able to get in contact with her. So he, uh, came to LA to check up on his sister. So basically the movie is he's trying to figure out what happened to his sister. I'm not going to give anything away, but there's some bad guys that get their ass kicked and it's awesome. And then there's a cool I mean it's it's, it's your classic uh, revenge story. It, yeah. it really is. Like, you know, if if you've seen one revenge movie, you've seen them all, but I mean like this one is good. And when we say that there's a little secret at the end, it's worth watching for that secret because it, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. You don't expect it. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't. And it's, a good um, one. it's, it's a good movie. It's a, uh, it's got really good acting in it. It's got some, um, well, like I said, Chad, Chadwick Boseman plays the main character. Um, that's the guy from black Panther. He's the guy who played black Panther. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a few other guys. I can't think of their names, but I've seen them in a million things. They usually, you know, play a lot of supporting roles, but they're really good supporting actors. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, give it a watch. All right, man, your turn. What's up? What you got? Right. So I've kind of gone on a deep dive and just like watching weird and obscure movies as of late. And I've gone – we've talked about him before because I think we both love and adore this man. Uh-huh. But Nicolas Cage, I've watched a couple of oh, – yeah. His, his movie, uh, Willie's okay. Wonderland, Mandy, okay. Color yeah. Out of Space, and now one that I just watched today is Prisoners of Ghostland. I have heard – I know I've heard of Willie's Wonderland and Mandy. Mandy looked pretty good. Um, Mandy was, is fucking weird. Yeah. It's the weirdest out of all of them. It really is. I've heard that he did a really good job in that movie, though. I heard that he, like... He did. Did he? he? Did. Okay. He okay. plays the character. He's not Nicolas Cage. He plays the character. It's very okay. good. That's good. Granted, they wrote a character around Nicolas Cage's, like, lunacy, but it's it's he plays the character. It's well, very, very good. Well, you know, that's I kind of like when they do that. Like, if they have an actor in mind and they're like, okay, this is how this actor is let's write the part for him and then it just it makes the movie that much better i think when when well i think the actors or actresses even i if it's a character that they can relate to if it's a character that's displaying things that they are good at displaying on Mm -hmm. camera yeah they can just dive right into it they can really grab a hold of it yeah because it places their grabbed up the bowl by the horns yeah it allows them to play to their strengths a little bit more yeah but no, that's that's his character in Mandy. It, it's it's a very very good movie. Uh, it's weird. Um, 
it's it's almost like a grindhouse film mixed with a little bit of okay. not so much horror but suspense okay it's, okay yeah it's slow paced but when the action picks up it 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 fucks up fast and picks up speed i can get down with that okay yeah it is it's a lot of fun uh moving into willie's wonderland so that is the one where it's Uh-oh. It's it's a character. He's just oh, random passer through hang on, in hang this on. town. Hang on, oh. you you cut out for a second. I'll heard Willy's Wonderland, and then nothing, and then passer through this town. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll start over. Yeah. So yeah, Nicholas Cage's character is he's just a, a passing through this town. His car breaks down. You know, has some issues, so he's getting it fixed. Well, in order to pay for it, this guy says, "Hey, here's this place, Willy's Wonderland. You come in and you clean it overnight, and if you survive." Uh, you're on your way. I'll pay to have your car fixed. I'll even pay you extra money, okay. and we're good. Okay. So he's okay. like, uh, yeah, I'll do that shit. <laughs> so he's cleaning this thing, and it's it's pretty much a movie based on, or it's I don't know if it's based on it, but it steals from the gimmick of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Where all the animatronics like come to life and like okay. hunt whoever's in there. Okay. And it's 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 just. Again, it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. What's not the love? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, that one is goofy. Okay. That one's goofy. It's just a gore fest, goofy, that's, fun. Yeah, that's what it's meant movie. to be. It's that's, probably just meant to be. Stupid you're not getting enrichment out of it. Yeah, it's just meant to be entertainment. Yeah, it is. It's just silly. Okay. Uh, so, Color Out of Space is the last. I don't want to talk about Prisoners of Ghostland yet because I just watched it today. I want to watch it again. Because it, there was a lot going on in that one, and I'm sure okay. I'll I'll skip something or butcher the description. But going back, Color Out of Space. It's based on an H.P. Lovecraft novel, and the premise is Nicolas Cage lives. He's an author, and he lives out in this you know very nice house. He raises alpacas. It's out in the middle of nowhere, okay. isolated from the town. They have a water well. Like it's it's a very very nice plot of land. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I I can't stress that enough because that is an integral part of the movie is that it's a very beautiful beautiful outdoorsy surrounded by nature house okay and you know it's him and his family his young son his teenage daughter and his wife well this meteor lands in their backyard and this meteor begins like emulate like emulating or emulate not emulating emanating emanating Emanating. yeah okay to push out emanating uh this energy and it's it's kind of like plays with their mind and it gets in the drinking water and you know they just slowly go crazy and it's it's not a horror movie but it's a suspense movie and there's a very big reveal at the end i won't go into it actually i won't get too terribly detailed about the movie because i can explain it in detail and unless i give away the ending you'll just be fucking lost okay lost but it is a very good movie if you're in that kind of thing. The suspense. Uh, I would compare it to an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. Where did you, where did you watch this at? Very slow, very quiet. Oh, I get all of my movies now off of uh, Xbox Live Marketplace. Because, I mean, okay. I've this is my second Xbox that I've owned in the – actually, no, this is my third, third Xbox console that I've owned. So, I mean, I've been buying movies on it for a long time now. I'm just – I'm committing. 
Okay. My digital movie database is just going to be through Xbox Live Marketplace. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of where I get my stuff, too. I just didn't know if you had, like, streamed it on Netflix yeah. or something. Um... No, no. I, I, any, I Once a week or once every other week, I'll go through and look at all the deals, and I'll be like, all right, I have 40 bucks that I can spend on movies. How far can I stretch this? And usually, like, you'll – if you look hard enough, you can find some really good movie bundles for, like – pennies oh yeah yeah there's deals on there all the time I, I i scroll through there every so often and i'll look and see if there's anything that i yeah. want to grab um yeah sorry go ahead i keep interrupting you now you're good so i have two more movies that are not nicholas cage movies one of them is probably more relevant to me just because you know i don't know if i've talked about this a lot on the podcast but i've over the last couple of years i've gotten big into martial arts you know brazilian jiu-jitsu Thai boxing, kickboxing, mm-hmm. regular boxing, actually. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's a movie more to my suiting. Like I said, it's called Born a Champion. Okay. Uh, it has Sean Patrick Flannery, or for anybody who doesn't know who that is, he's the one of the brothers from Boondock Saints. Okay. And anyway, it's, it's about him. He... Uh, he's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He teaches lessons, and he gets invited to this fight out in the middle of a desert in uh, – oh, shit. What's the name of the country? Uh, rich oil barons, uh, Saudi Arabia. I was going to say Saudi, Saudi Arabia or United Arab Emirates. Yeah. One of those two. It's it's not the Emirates. Uh, it's the city. It's oh, – what's Dubai? the name of that city? Well, Dubai. Dubai, Yes. An oil baron invites him to participate in a fight, an unsanctioned fight, out in Dubai. So he goes and he does, and this guy just like gets beaten senseless because the other the other fighter is, is he's cheating. Right. He, you know, attacks him before the bell rings, uh, and because it's it's what's considered a Valley Tudo fight, there are no real rules. There's okay. eye gouging, and you can break fingers and stomp toes. Uh, okay. Anybody who's really followed martial arts would. As soon as they hear Valley Chudo, like they, they'll know what's up. But okay. it, it's just a very good movie about it's it's a comeback story, much like you would see in any football movie, where you know, oh, somebody loses really badly and then they come back and just kick the shit out of who beat them. Okay. It's it's very good, very inspiring. Uh, it's it gets pretty sad at points, but it's it's still a very good movie, okay. very good narrative. Sounds pretty cool. And then. Here is one that I think you would love, Caleb. Okay. And again, this silly, goofy movie. Okay. It's one of it's made in the same air as like the Grindhouse films, or I don't know if you ever saw a uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Uh, I feel like I've seen that, but I don't. I don't remember. I feel like I've probably watched that. I think I have seen it, but it's we'll been have, a long time. We'll have to watch it at some yeah. point. We will. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to watch it when I come over. Okay. But anyway, this movie is called VFW, and the premise of it is okay. It's these group of old yeah, yeah. It's these group of old veterans just hanging out, chilling at a bar, drinking as we are known to do. Right. And anyway, this this woman busts in, and there are these punks, like these like butter punks, after her, trying to kill her take her back to you know their hideout and like get information out of her and these veterans protect her okay well now the 
VFW is under siege by the rest of the gang's or members. And okay. it's, it's, it's just, it's a grindhouse movie. You know, they're chopping people up with machetes, hitting them with boards, you know, nothing but gore, red lighting, <laughs> and just absolute gratuitous violence. That's all it is. That's all the movie is. Just a bunch of old du- old vets just... Yeah. Uh, oh, it's incredible. It's just incredible. Going, just going off on, that's on some, some punks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty... So, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Sounds good to me. It is. It's it's fun. Okay. I have a couple honorable mentions. They were all right, but okay. I mean, nothing worth really going into. Okay. Die in a gunfight. That was a fun movie, but a little underwhelming. Okay. Um, what's another one here? Oh, we've already talked about Shadow in the Cloud. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> um. Oh, I watched The Wedding Singer again not too long ago. There's an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, Martin Scorsese has a movie out called Free Fire. Okay. And I, if if you've ever seen any heist movie, or actually, here's a good one to relate it to, Reservoir Dogs. I love Reservoir Dogs. That is probably... You would enjoy Free Fire. Okay. So, again, the, the premise behind this movie is there are two groups of people. One group is trying to sell guns. The other group is trying to buy guns. And through a mishap and a misunderstanding, a shootout starts. Everybody gets hurt and everybody – and it's in this warehouse. There's all kinds of like heavy equipment and dirt and rocks and steel everywhere. Okay. And after this quick little shootout, everybody's injured. Everybody goes to the little hiding spot, and then the rest of the movie is just like them – taking pot shots at each other, screaming insults, trying to scheme and get the leg up on the other while also escaping with either the guns or the money or both. That sounds, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I could definitely watch and it's, that. It's cool. It's cool because you see, like you, like I said, you know, it starts with two groups. Well, the two groups quickly becomes like, Oh, well I don't fucking know you. This is my first time meeting you. I'm not, I'm not your friend. I'm trying to help this guy out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, you know, all the group dynamics, fall apart and it's 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 very very well done movie i uh okay i'll have to check that out it's called free fire free fire okay i want to check that out because like you said very good cast very good cast it's like you know like you said reservoir dogs i i love reservoir dogs honestly i'm just a huge tarantino fan like i and i mean it's not really for the action in the movies but he he has figured out how to write dialogue in movies and I I love the fact that all the dialogue in his movies sound like real conversations that people would have yeah and oftentimes they don't actually have any bearing on the progression of the film the, no they like, don't yeah I mean in the beginning of Reservoir Dogs there's like a 20 to 30 minute conversation about tipping in restaurants yeah yeah they were like yeah they're just talking about tipping and you know uh it's it has no bearing on really the plot of the film but it no not at all it's just a good it, 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 it but it catches your attention it's like it's like reading the first paragraph of a book and it like grabs your attention and cuz you you're just like sucked in i mean the only yeah. th- the only thing that it foreshadows is maybe just the fact that the movie has great dialogue <laughs> if anything yeah. maybe maybe minor character development 
Yeah. Honestly, I think Tarantino's best opening scene from any of his movies was from *Inglorious Bastards*, mm. where Christoph Waltz is talking to the farm owner. Hands down, the best about, opening to any Tarantino movie. About milk and all that. And... Yes, and about yeah. the rats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. a good. That's Hands not... down, the best. I, I, I'm, I'm just a huge Tarantino fan. I really like his movies. Um. Yeah, I really like Tarantino films. Um, and anything similar to it, you know, I'm usually into. Um, Did you ever watch Good Time at the El Royale? Yes. Or yes. Bad Times. Bad Times yes, at bad the El Royale. Times. I was trying to think of the name. It's funny because I was literally trying to think of the name of that movie when you were talking about um, uh, the VFW movie. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, that movie popped into my head, Bad Times at the El <laughs> Royale, but I couldn't remember the name of it. I, I, uh, I, funny enough, the first time I watched that movie was during my deployment. Oh, uh, I watched it and I was like, this, I like this movie. I was like, it's, again, it's not like it's going to win any awards, but it's a very entertaining movie and it's actually got some, it's actually a pretty well put together movie. I, I thought it was pretty good. It is. Um, but the, it's one of those movies that is not going to get a lot of attention. No. It's just one of those hidden gems that's like, this is actually a really good movie, and it's kind of criminal that it doesn't get the spotlight that it deserves. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, I like that movie. Um, I, I'm i trying to think if there's anything else that I've watched that I can contribute to this conversation. We... We watched. Uh, we did watch a TV show. We finished it up a couple weeks ago. I don't think I ever talked about it. Um, uh, called Travelers. Have you ever watched Travelers? Have you ever seen that? I have not. It's a pretty interesting idea. Um, the show is basically uh, about there's these people that come. They're from the future, but. Mm-hmm they basically possess they have to possess another person so there's like this I can't I think he's called the director it's basically a computer that kind of runs everything and the, the director sends these people from the future into the past but like I said they have to possess another person so what they do is whenever a person is about to die like the moment of their death or just before the moment of their death they inhabit that person's body they're sent from the future into the past into i guess they're you know you're sending their soul or whatever their consciousness to inhabit the Uh other person's body excuse me and i can't remember the reason for it i guess it was because i i guess that way i don't know because those people were going to die anyway so it's not like you're killing someone but yeah it's not like a loss yeah. Well. Yeah. Ish. Ish. But basically, because because like in the future, the Earth is just like destroyed. It's done. Um. Between because just because of like. Uh, it's ruined because of like climate change and war over resources and stuff like that. Your basic, yeah. you know, your you, you know shit that is entirely controllable. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to go back into the past to change the future. Um, and it's, it's a pretty good show. 
Um, it was pretty interesting. I didn't watch all of it. Uh, I saw the ending, um, but I was kind of catching up. I, I would sit down and watch, you know, a good bit of episodes with my wife. Um, and then, you know, she'd watch it. She'd watch some without me, and then I'd come back in and get right back into it. But, that, yeah. I mean, that we've been. We started watching The Flash again. It's. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I mean, it's the Flash. It's the. It's you know the same show, <laughs> that it's been. Yeah. It's good. It's nothing. I like... actually finished that series uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's good, man. It's it's it's. It it, it kind of got past the angsty part, and now it's I don't know like they cut out because I, that's where it lost me before like on season three or something like earlier in the like yeah in the the life of the show, I was like all right. Uh, it's kind of one of those. Uh, what's in it? This one is is a CW show, and the CW shows tend for me to suffer from that. Like Green Arrow did the same thing. Yeah, um, but the the issue with Arrow is it just it never got past. It, it never got past it, but the Flash seems to have gotten past it, and it's really yes, gotten, it does evolve. It, it's evolved, and it's gotten more into. It's really about them fighting supervillains, and I'm like, okay, I'm back in. I, I like yeah. this, you know, I can get, I, I can, I can get down with this. Um, but yeah, Arrow was just all about, like, it turned more into, like, drama. <laughs> you know? I, I can't tell you the number of times in a fucking episode that they're like, it's all my fault. No, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. Well, actually, people, it's my fault. Yeah. And then they and would, then, they would just argue. <laughs> they would argue. And then it was always like, I know. I just, I know, I know how you feel. Trust me, I know. Yeah. I know. Trust me, I know. I, I've been where you've been. I know. I'm like, oh my god, who? Who's writing this? Who's shit? writing this? It's like they just recycle the same lines over and over again. Yeah. Like in the absence of filler dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, oh well, copy and paste. Which sucks. Because... Call of Duty. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But it, it sucks because the first couple seasons of that show were really good. And then they lost me. You know, so I was like, all right, well, well, whatever. I chalk it up to they developed and introduced their characters too quickly. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. like as they introduced them to the team, like Diggle, Felicity, uh,. Uh, Laurel, yeah, she Laurel. becomes part of the team. Yeah. Um. His sister, his sister's boyfriend, like they, yeah. they just, they introduce everybody and develop their character yeah. way too quickly. Yeah. And I... then just like every single character they introduce also ends up on the team with them as well, and I'm like, yeah, eh. like, eh, okay, everybody's. You're you're telling me that every <laughs> single person you meet in your life yeah. is like. So it's, it's crime one, to be a crime fighter. It's one of those things where it's like everyone's special, therefore no one's special. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it really detracts away yeah. from the premise. I was. I'm gonna say this, and this is like the. We'll, we'll probably have to wrap it up after this, but uh, I almost forgot the best show that we've been watching. I and we because we finished it a couple weeks ago. Quality show. Gotham. Did you, did you oh, ever, I need to start watching that dude, again. I've heard it's gotten wild. Dude, it gets so good. And we finished it. 
we finished it and let me tell you the payoff at the end of that show is amazing i'm not going to ruin it i'm not going to spoil it because it's worth watching every season of that show to get to the end because it just builds and builds and builds and there's really good character development in that show i mean it's really basically about for anyone who hasn't seen it it's it's it the first the, the show starts right after bruce wayne's parents are killed and it kind of shows you it's basically i think it's like five seasons it's like five seasons of um, all of Bruce developing into what he'll eventually become Batman and as you know because it's Bruce Wayne you know big spoiler yeah. if you don't know who Batman is sorry but if you um, don't know who Batman is like it's it yeah. my answer to you is no different than if you don't chew big red yeah, fuck yeah, you yeah exactly and then and 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 then it's it it really shows like the character development and the origin stories of the penguin the riddler a lot of your major Batman villains um, and how they kind of got their start. Uh, it's really cool. And there's this whole running thing with the Joker about who is going to be the Joker. And again, you don't really know till the end. So that's all I'm going to say. I've actually heard that the guy who plays the Joker in the Gotham, Gotham series, like I've, I've heard he holds his own. Oh, like dude. of course he's limited because it's a TV series, but it's, I've heard he really took it to heart. Like he, he, he put some balls into it. He's a fantastic actor, and he 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 leaned into that role um, hardcore. And the best thing about it, I can't. Well, I can't tell you. There's there's two payoffs at the end. At the end of the show, there's two really big like payoffs. Um, one is an obvious one. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to spoil it, but you could probably figure it out. And then is Bruce Wayne Batman? I mean, you'll have to watch the show. <laughs> but... <laughs> and then the other one is I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it, but there's this thing that they wrote in, and it took like it was like a whole like season and a half of development, and there's a kind of a twist at the end that's. The, the twist starts earlier in the season, but you don't realize it doesn't come to full fruition until the very end, and it's it's worth it. It was totally worth it. It was it was really smart. Whoever was writing on that show really put some time and effort into it and thought it out. And they had like a concise. It's almost like it's literally almost like they wrote like, hey, this is what we wanted. This is the story we want to tell. When we get to the end, it is the end. Um, and it makes sense. And 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 Jim Gordon, it, it, the show is really about Jim Gordon before he is the commissioner, when he's just a detective. You yeah. Know? So that's really what the show's that he's really the main character of the I show. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm gonna pick that up because I've been I've been looking for a good show to watch. It's good, man. You'll like it. You'll really like it. Yeah. And that's on Netflix. It's on actually Net it's, on it's on HBO Go as well too, or HBO uh, Max. Maybe I don't know. I know it's on Netflix. That's where we watched it. Okay. Yeah, I'll just start there. Okay. Well, hey, man, uh, I think we'll probably wrap this up if you're, if you're good. I'm good. All right. Well, I'll do a little bit of housekeeping before we leave. But, again, this is uh, episode 14. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can follow our Facebook page at Mouse and Controller Podcast. Um, you can also send us an email at mouseandcontrollerpod at gmail.com. 
and you can also join our Discord, uh, and you can send us memes or whatever you want to do. It's kind of the Wild West if you want. We're not going to really, like, <laughs> moderate that too much as long as nobody's being stupid. But, um, yeah, if you send us a dick pic, we'll send one back. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, it could be one of a horse, but you'll get something back. Could be mine. You never know. You never know. It's like, it's, it's, it's dick roulette, so... Um, but yeah, you can do that, <laughs> and, uh, wherever, you know, whatever. I don't know what I'm, what I'm, I lost my train of thought, but, <laughs> you threw me off. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Again, I'm Caleb, and that's Clayton. So, y'all take it easy. Alright, everybody, take care.